Well, we don't have to talk about the. Um, I was thinking about the ice cream and cake idea to start the show, and that kind of seems uh, anti fitness. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if you talk about <laughs> people tune in thinking it's a fitness and gaming show, like, I really like cake. I like donuts. <laughs> Remember that time we went to Vegas and I bought like 10 donuts? I love food. (laughs) And we had all that. (laughs) I was like, okay, let's let's talk about fitness. I was actually making a video of... I didn't think it was. I didn't think... I didn't think it was... Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Well... I was making a video for my students and it was from a year ago when I weighed 30 pounds more yeah. and I genuinely was surprised by the way I looked and I w- and I, I just happened to say, <laughs> so it was this contest of who could collect the most garbage and I was showing them a picture from last year when we did the competition where I was 30 right. pounds heavier and that the winner, whoever collected the most garbage or litter around the school got free donuts and it just came out without me even thinking. I go... And the winner gets free donuts. And you can tell from this picture, Mr. Bodden was eating too many donuts last year. And the kids, because they were filming it, you know, just just like you just did, just busted up. And I didn't even mean it to be funny. I was I was just kind of like really um, down on myself of how I looked. But <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is we have in our kitchen, we have the, the Google Home, which basically mm-hmm. does a slideshow of all your pictures, right? And so mm-hmm. recently, pictures have been uh, popping up of our trip to the Rose Bowl. And there's one of me holding open the pizza box, right? The, uh, let me get it. Oh, yeah, the deep the, dish pizza. Yeah, the Chicago deep dish pizza. And my face is all like rosy and red and just like, I look like Santa Claus, right? Like, I mean, I still have a long ways to go, but like, it was like, everything was puffy. I'm just like, pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you've, you've come a long way. Whereas me, I went down, that's the trip where we bought the donuts that you were laughing about a minute ago. Yeah. And I went just last month through Vegas again with Janine. And I sent you a picture of that same donut place. Janine and I stopped. We got six donuts and we left the parking lot of the donut shop and weren't even back on the freeway before all six donuts were gone. <laughs> um, okay, before we start the show, though, um, since I admitted that donuts was my weakness, do you have, since we ended up talking about treats anyway, do you have one treat that you just, it's like the hardest to resist? If that's in the room, you can't resist it. Um, if there's one, I mean, there's so many, gosh, I could. I could probably sit here and make like a two hour pot because I am well, like, I'm like a candy junkie. Like I'm a sugar junkie. It's bad. But uh, cinnamon bears really oh, do really? like cinnamon. Oh gosh. I could like, you know how those big bags like, yeah, I could. It's bad. So, but okay, really, that's so good to know. Really, really the thing that is like my crack is pizza. Like when. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. 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 I really try. I know it's not like a sweet, but I would rather have pizza than just about any other food in this world. So yeah. <laughs> gotta stay stuff. L- let me ask you a question real quick. Um, well, you can indulge it once in a while, but do you like chocolate covered cinnamon bears? Yeah. Oh yeah. Or just the regular cinnamon bears? You like chocolate kind? Okay. So when you, as soon as you said that, I had this flashback of my dad. My dad loved the Chicago bears. And his favorite treat was cinnamon bears, chocolate covered ones in particular. And you're a big Bears fan. And I, my dad tried to get me to become a Bears fan. I'm, it's not that I'm not a Bears fan. I just, 
and am ambivalent when it comes to NFL. Yeah. But I have this great memory of watching Chicago Bear games with my dad and him eating cinnamon bears. Nice. Very so. fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess that. I guess if you're a Bears fan, you have to like the uh, gummy variety as well. Gosh, I have the taste buds of a five year old. So, <laughs> like seriously, like gummy, gummy anything I like. Um, Superman ice cream, you know, like basically the one that's Play Doh flavors. Oh yeah, the bright colored stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, my, my well, Jenny and I have haven't matured. We've discussed this when we go out to dinner with you that um, you've got. A different palette than um, most of the adults we go out to dinner with, which is fun, yeah. which is why we like you. I have you're, a palette of a five-year-old, so. <laughs> well, my friend, let's um, let's start. To, if we keep down this discussion, it's not going to end well. It'll be fat dad game, dad. Fat <laughs> dad, our kind of already is. <laughs> I mean, it's that's a real <laughs> podcast. Let's not let's not tease anymore. <laughs> All right, let's let's stop talking about sweets. What are we going to talk about? Okay, Doc, get on your bicycle. Mac, put on your pink hoodie and high tops and let's get this thing going. Welcome to Fit Dad Game Dad, a monthly podcast where two middle-aged dads encourage each other to reach both their fitness and their couch gaming goals. I'm your host, Josh Stapleton, and with me, as always, is, according to Google, a Rolling Meadows police officer, Brett Bodden. <laughs> okay, time out. Uh, not really. We can record this, but okay, first of all, what's a Rolling Meadow? Uh, are you making fun of me eating too many donuts? Games that I just <laughs> no. am a police officer, and I like donuts, and so I can roll down a meadow. Have you ever? Have I'm you, shaped I'm, like a I'm donut. Sure, I'm sure you've Googled yourself, right? Like I, I remember years ago I Googled myself, and I was a Triple A third baseman for some oh. some team. And anyways, I I figured I would do the same for you. And of course, like the first five hits came up was actually you. I had to scroll down a few and then I found well, a, yeah. Brett, a Brett Bodden that was a police officer in some town called Rolling Meadows. So, <laughs> that so. actually makes more sense because I am in the public domain being a principal. And so I was surprised. I thought you were going to say this Rolling Meadows thing was the first thing you saw. No. That makes more sense. I'm, I'm not no, like the, fir- the first bit. five hits were like all things related to you being a principal. So. Yeah, 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 that stuff's gonna pop up when yeah, you Google it me. So yeah, it's kind of boring googling me. That's cool. You were a triple A. That's why I don't do it anymore. And didn't know I was a police well, officer. Yeah, I was a triple A baseball player and a convict. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta be careful. If if I ever pop up as a convict, I could lose my job. So yeah. if there's any Brett Bonds out there committing crimes, uh, I might need to change my name to something that is completely unique. That would I be mean, very bad for my career. I didn't see it. It's not to say it's not there, but I didn't see it. So <laughs> just keep scrolling. Yeah. Just keep scrolling. <laughs> Anyways, Brett, how are you? Oh man, I'm I'm great. Living the dream here. Summer the summer dream. It's been a beautiful June. We're gonna get to this later in the show, but just oh, I got so much done and I have all this time, but then June's over <laughs> and I'm starting to freak out because you know, you just, you look forward to something and maybe your Europe trip as an example. And then um, I'm sure while you were there, you had a great time, but before you know it, it's gone. Well, you and know, it's, it's always kind of sad looking back. 
it's funny you say that because um, Sunday at church, we were talking to the couple we went to Europe with and we were all saying like, doesn't it feel like it was in some ways just yesterday, but in other ways, like six years ago, it was like two months now, but it feels like it was just a lifetime ago. Cause just so much you're right can happen. So yeah, I totally understand that. You, you know, summer, summer is your prime golden time, so to speak. And, and it's just going to fly by before you know it. So yeah, life does. Well, I think that's one of the reasons we like video games. I mean, there's a lot of bridge under the water, meaning that a lot of life has happened. But it also feels like it was just yesterday we were in the basement, at, you know, as, as 12 year olds playing on the Super Nintendos or whatever. So it, it flies, but it also feels uh, like you're still really connected to that part of you. I'm glad you said Super Nintendo because I see a lot like on social media or people like, oh, I remember as a kid playing like PS3. I'm like, PS3? How old are you, three? Um, So it always always makes me feel so old. Yeah. It makes me feel so old when I see those comments and they're becoming more and more frequent. But like you said in the intro, this is a podcast for two middle-aged dads. We are definitely middle-aged firmly in in that era of yeah. video games well, my first console was uh an atari uh 64 and in television so it was it was pre-nes so when i say you know the super nintendo i was probably i was probably in junior high actually when i had a super yeah. nintendo yeah my mine my first one was an atari as well um i can remember playing pitfall i mean really though i felt like my like core gaming memories really would start with like the nes but we had an atari so, mm-hmm. yeah, the NES was like jumping into the big time. But yeah, speaking of uh, Atari, I didn't actually I, I, I said that wrong. My neighbors and my cousins all had Atari. So I played a ton of them. OK, but we actually owned an Intellivision, which was Mattel was the you know, you got you got Microsoft and Sony. Now, back then it was Atari and Mattel and Mattel made the Intellivision and it was definitely the inferior product. But there was some cross play. A lot of the games it had Pitfall on it for example, as well. Yeah. But it had some first party exclusives and I've always wanted to go back and play some of those games. So I bought me a little emulator one and it just wasn't the same. Right. Um, and, and I've looked at, at getting an original one, but it doesn't hook up to the TV very well and it's clunky and all that. Anyway, long story short is they were going to make an updated, um, in television that was supposed to come out five years ago now called the, Oh, Nem- Nemico. No, what is it? Amico. Amico. And if you ever Google, speaking of Googling things, if you Google the Amico, you're going to read a very sad, sad story. So bring a box of tissues with you because it is the little console that never could. You know, we talked about the little engine that could. It It's financially crashed and burned and it never came out. And there's still some rumblings on the internet that new investors are trying to come in and reinvigorate it i pre-ordered that sucker I because remember. i was so excited yeah to be able to play some of these old games because of course they were going to have the old games and the new games but i think it is uh not gonna happen yeah ever. i i remember a couple months ago seeing some of these videos saying it wasn't gonna happen and my first thought was of you and was like oh brett pre-ordered that i hope he gets his money back so <laughs> yeah. i did i did in Good. fact last time i checked to see uh, what the status was, you, I'll, you know, when you Google something, you can click if you want images or you can click if you want news. I always click on the news 
because it will find the most latest articles for the Amico. And one of the articles that kept popping up recently was GameStop refunds all everyone who purchased uh, or pre-ordered an Amico. I'm like, they sure did because I pre-ordered mine through GameStop and I got my money back. Ah, that's good. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, how are you? I'm sorry, you kind of you kind of told me a little bit, but how's how's summer for you? Real quick. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. I mean, I don't have like the same like big difference from the school year to summer like you do. Like, obviously, you're still working, uh, but for me, it's just kind of more of the same. Um, you know, we already got our vacation out of the way. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. It's just kind of same old, same old. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Getting ready for uh, our oldest to turn sixteen here in a couple months, and so we went out and got a third car, and so that's been kind of a big deal for us. But uh, but yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. Yeah, yeah. I remember you texted me. You were car shopping, and I if if anything defines the uh, mundane and the, just the drudgery of adulthood. It is car shopping. <laughs> so um, that's why we have video games to get us out of that grind. I'm sorry you're, you know, feel like you're a little bit just kind of doing the same, going through the motions a little bit. But uh, hopefully we'll talk about some games today and some goals and rekindle that youth spirit of summer that's inside yeah we, we definitely have some interesting and fun things to report and so brett it is july as crazy as that is and so it's time for us to account for june so let's get into our skill tree Okay, Brett, we, uh, spoiler alert, we had a good month. Um, so I'm going to go through and go through mine and then I'll have you go through and go through yours if that works for you. Um, Absolutely. I'll just kind of go through mine quickly. Uh, the co-op goal, which is obviously for both of us was to text each other daily on our health goals. So why don't you kick us off and say how that went? Well, we talked about this last month because this was our we extended this goal, and we also talked about how we don't have to reinvent the wheel every time, and it was working for us. We recorded late, and so we thought, well, we only really got we didn't get a full month's worth of this. Um, I still thoroughly enjoy it. In fact, this is the third day of June. I'm kind of missing your your texts a little bit. I really enjoyed celebrating you, and uh, I, I liked reporting my successes. So. Uh, maybe even if this isn't a, well, I, we already decided this is not our co-op goal, but right. I, I think I'll just from, from time to time, just kind of ask how you're doing because it, it helped me if I had a down day. And I know I kind of said yeah. this last time to hear from you. So, um, but it was great to do it for a whole month, right? The whole month, not miss a day. And there, there was definitely a couple of days where I'm like, Oh, Josh hasn't texted me yet. Or I haven't texted him yet. Or are we going to make it? And we always did. So yeah. It was a great way to check in. Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely some days where just you get busy and it's like noon or sometimes it was well in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, I got to send them the, you know, I have it ready. I just, you know, need to send it off. But it definitely for me uh, helps because if if I'm feeling the urge to have a bad day, you know, I keep thinking like, 
ah, I got to report to someone and it really does, does help. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to, to still doing that, even if it's not an actual goal, but, but two points to both of us there, we accomplished our co-op goal. We text each other and it was productive. Um, so, okay. I'm going to go through my side quests and I'll do that kind of quickly. And then I'll let you do your side quests. Uh, the first one I had was to do something nice for someone else. Um, I know that's somewhat vague and that's intentional because I didn't really know what that was going to be. And I really didn't want it to be necessarily like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. I wanted it to be something that I could think about. And if something, an opportunity came up that I could take advantage of it. Uh, I didn't do anything crazy, but I did. Um, there were a few, a few things where I was like, oh, I could count this or I could count that. Um, but really the one that I did was, um, I'm not going to say any names or anything, but I, I posted a picture of some of some pickups that I got and I had someone message me and ask how much I was selling something for. And I, I took a loss on it. I took a rather, uh, I don't want to say a rather big loss, but considering the profit margins I could have got on this item, uh, I, I basically cut them a super duper friend deal. Um, just was this just a random guess. stranger or an actual acquaintance? No, it, it's a friend. Um, it's a, it's not like someone that I'm really like a lifelong friend that I'm really close with, but it's someone that, that I know, um, a really good person. And I just thought, um, it's a, it's a person that does things for other people all the time. And I just felt inclined to do something nice for them. Um, so the, they got the item, uh, was really happy about it. And, uh, yeah, just, that was my, that was my official doing something nice for someone else was uh, <laughs> cutting, cutting them a rather large discount. Um, well, you've done that for me too. Every now and then I see something you pick up and I'll say, hey, I kind of am interested in that. And it's nice to know that Josh Stapleton has a family and friends discount. I don't know if I've ever gotten that large of a discount, but good for you. You, you know, it's funny. I, I, I try and do it when I can, but also at the same point, I, I also have to tell myself too, as scroogey as this is, that I can't do it as much as I kind of want to, because I really do treat yard sales and the reselling. I, I mean, I, I do treat it as a business. It, you know, it is actually an LLC that I pay taxes on, um, but it's a way to help the family. And if, if I just go out for, you know, three, four hours on a Saturday and give everything away at cost. And I basically just, you know, wasted a whole lot of time and, and in a lot of ways lost, you know, a whole lot of money that could go towards family stuff. So it's definitely a balance because I do want to, um, you know, not be obsessed over, you know, dollar signs, but, but, you know, you also have to draw a line somewhere. So, so anyways, so there's that. Um, the next one I had was to finish tearing out the swing set. I told you that it was a little, uh, off center and was getting kind of old and we started tearing it down. Um, what you really told me was a tornado came through your house. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's what you picture. really told me. <laughs> that's, that's and right. I bought it. I uh, literally, there was a ton of wind that day. And I know we don't have tornadoes in Utah, but I really thought the wind had blown that over. You know, the funny thing is, is your detective skills were not on point because there's a vinyl fence right (laughs) behind it. And if anything would have been blown out, these wimpy little vinyl fences, 
every panel was intact and yet this big wooden place that was torn to shreds and the vinyl fence was totally fine i'm like oh my goodness brett come on um I, I am I am very unobservant. Yes, yeah. in a lot of ways, not just this. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. But yeah, <laughs> this is why you tease me. You uh, tease me because I'm so gullible. But I, I I didn't think I would actually accomplish this goal because I what I was doing is I was putting a few pieces of the old swing set in my trash can week by week, and I actually bought a, a saw and I was cutting it up. And then my brother had to make a run to the dump. So I asked him, I said, Hey, if I can pay for your trip to the dump, can I throw a whole bunch of stuff in your truck? And so I was able to clear it out. That helped. Uh, so two points there. Uh, my next one was to reorganize my game shelves. Not that it's mm. like crazy different, but I had sold a whole bunch and had just, just needed to kind of move things around. Cause I had a whole bunch of empty space. I had a whole shelf over here that was empty and these other two were quite full. So, um, so that was taken care of. So if, if you're, if you're on the video version, you know, on Spotify or on YouTube, you can see it behind me. If, if you're just on the audio, I'm moving my arms around like a crazy person, but you wouldn't know that. <laughs> it um, looks good. I love the new look. Yeah. Spaced good. out a little better, I think. Good. And you can't really see, but I also got some, some big box stuff up here. I think I've texted you on the side, the both, both Zeldas, uh, both like oh, Breath yeah. of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. So um got the big boxes of those i was really excited i was really excited this month to get a good copy of the breath of the wild one because it's really hard to find uh it's not complete in box so i did get a deal there so i think over time i'll probably get the missing pieces for it if if i can i mean if it's too expensive i'm not going to spend a ton but i really just wanted the box as silly as that is the cardboard um so there's that uh, the next one was to get Mario Kart Wii to you. Um, and we talked about maybe mailing it, maybe meeting somewhere. Uh, I just, one day I was like, you know, I need to check this off. So I just, uh, printed off a label and, and mailed it down to you. Um, the so, question is, did you charge it to your LLC? Uh, well, it, it did come out of the same account. So Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right i didn't get any discount then i was just part of your business transaction no i'm just kidding that was really fun to get in the mail i loved it thank you oh nice. so it, no one's ever gonna know that i lost that i'll probably never play that game again yeah maybe i will once in the next 10 years but i just couldn't stand that i had lost it so thank you i put it back in the shelf or in the nice. case on the shelf it's very nice nice Okay, uh, the next one is I had told you that I wanted to list all my remaining consoles uh, that I was selling because I had a whole bunch of them. I picked up a big uh, bin full of consoles off off this guy. I'm happy to report they have all been listed and uh, almost all of them have been sold. So that was good. My office was overflowing with stuff uh, to put on eBay, uh, which is always it's it's always this back and forth, right? Because right now my office is looking pretty clean for the most part, but that also means my inventory is down. Um, mm. So anyways, I listed like a madman and have sold a whole bunch, but uh, that was taken care of. My next one <clears throat> and my final side quest was I was going down to Moab and I, Moab, Utah, which is where the delicate arches, if you're not familiar, uh, if you, if you don't know what that is, just Google it. You'll probably recognize it. 
Um, but was to only have one cheat day out of the three days that I was down there. And I did, I, I had one day that was definitely a cheat day, but the other days, um, <laughs> I stayed under and like the first day we were there, I went out at, I, I was, uh, short on steps. So I went out at nine o'clock at night in the darkness in an area that I wasn't really familiar with and just walked, we were in an Airbnb and I just walked all over this neighborhood, just made like a million circles all over it to make sure I got my steps in like a crazy person. But, but yeah, so, um, side quests, I got a hundred percent there. So let me, uh, bounce it over to you and you can tell us about your side quests. Nice job. So you did six side quests. You had originally planned seven and I was so far behind in points. You, um, agreed to take one off and I'm glad you did because, I was also able to complete all my side quests. Like you said, a minute ago, we had a good June. And because I had one more side quest than you, it puts me two points closer to you, which we'll discuss how that helped me in just a minute. So thank you okay. for being going, uh, taking just a little mercy, showing a little mercy on me. Okay, I'll try and go through mine as fast as you did. You killed it. Um, the first thing I decided to do was audition for a play with Lucy. I texted you that it was one of the most miserable experiences of my life for a couple reasons. Um, we did get called back for those of you who are unfamiliar with auditions. If you go to an audition and they like you, they ask you to come back another day. And so they had me and my daughter come back. But the very first audition, I chose a song to sing and I chose to, st it's a song I'm really familiar with from Broadway but you can only sing for um, 30 seconds. And so I didn't sing the whole song. And I chose to start on the second verse instead of the first verse. And I know the first verse a lot better. And I just kept fumbling over the words on the second verse when I was practicing it. And I just knew, I knew it was, it was a mental thing that I was going to forget the words. And sure enough, in the middle of the audition, I forgot the words and I had to have the pianist stop. And I may or may not have said a curse word in front of all the directors and which thankfully got a good laugh. And then I had the pianist restart and my daughter was in the room because they bring about six people back at a time. But somehow we got called back. I think it's just because I knew the director because it was an awful audition. So we go to the callbacks and the air conditioner wasn't working in the room and it was in a different room. It was hotter than heck. They were like almost an hour behind and there were so many people they called back that they had something like 30 of us go into the room at once. And then they had three of us sing together who had never sung together before. And I, I had practiced the wrong song because they sent over these, um, where they said, this is the first time, the first audition, you can sing whatever you want. But the second one, they tell you what they want you to sing and they send you the music. I had practiced the wrong one. So the day of, I was like, realized I had practiced the wrong one. So I was trying to learn this new one and never quite learned it. Anyway, I, and then, so they had a third callback and Lucy made it to the third callback. And that was really, that I was very proud of her because this was quite a big production. There was well over 200 people that auditioned and for her to get down to that very final round, I was super proud of her. I thought she might get a part. She didn't. Neither of us got that. And I took a lot of time explaining that because that was probably my uh, biggest <laughs> accomplishment of the month <laughs> doing that with her because I've been in plays a lot, but most most recently I've been just helping direct music, which I don't have to audition. And auditioning is very scary, very very scary. So it was especially at my age. When you're younger, you're kind of oblivious and you're all self confident. Now 
I don't know, it seems like the more you know, the less confident you are in yourself because you realize how much you don't know. Anyway, that's kind of how I felt. So, but I did it. So I got my two points, right? Nice job. Um, now, yeah, my next goal was to audition for a TED Talk. And this was much different. This one, I just had to record myself. And this was, I didn't have to memorize anything. So that was much easier. I actually waited though to the last day of the month to do this. And I almost didn't do it because I've been thinking all month about what my audition, what I wanted it to look like and what I wanted to say, but I never got around to writing it down. And it was due at 5 p.m. And at 3 p.m. on the last day of the month, I started writing it and I recorded, wrote it and recorded it within an hour and submitted it. So, and I sent it to you. And so you've actually seen it and my wife's seen it, but I haven't heard yet if I've been accepted, but I, I, I thought it turned out pretty good. Okay. I, I have to interject and just say, I am blown away by what you just said. The fact that you're like, that you wrote it and recorded it in such a short span. Cause I watched this and it was very well done, very well put together. I was impressed not knowing that you threw this thing together last week. I was like, wow, this, I mean, granted you have a teaching background. It's kind of what you do. You yeah. have a theater. That's what I do every day. Right. Still, yeah. it was really, really well done. So gosh, that is super impressive because and I probably didn't give you a ton of feedback, but I remember watching just thinking like, wow, he must have spent a lot of time on this. This, this is very polished. <laughs> so good job. Well, the idea was running around in my head, you know, a lot. And that's how my brain kind of works. You, I, I figure it out in my head before I put it on paper. So uh, I'm, it's part of being ADD. You kind of procrastinate the actual work, but there's a lot that's going on up here. So it's not that I was like... Not, didn't put a lot of thought into it. I put a lot of thought into it, but I appreciate your kind words either way. But that's that's very kind of you to say. I I kind of just want to do it because I felt like the, my theme fit really well with the theme of the conference because it was all about um, you know like teachers that inspire you. And really, my whole TED talk was about this third grade teacher that inspired me to kind of get into theater and and public speaking. So it really, I just kind of want to get accepted to kind of honor her in a way. And, and be show my gratitude for my education experience because it's changed my whole life. My education has uh, meant the world to me, and it's why I work in education now. I would not be here. I'd not be the same person. I'm, I'm so fortunate and so blessed in so many ways because of the education I received. So that's, uh, that's the only reason I'm really hoping I get picked is so I can kind of give back that way. Um, okay, so uh, these next ones are super fast. I made a video review of Nintendo World. I posted it on our YouTube channel, so go check that out. I got two points for that. Um, I I lost my save file on Luigi's Mansion, so instead of finding a new file, I just played Luigi's Mansion right back up into where we left off, and that was actually kind of fun. Good, good for you, because I would if that happened to me, I would probably bounce. Like that's so frustrating to lose a save file when you put hours into a game. So yeah, good on you. Yeah. Yeah, well, the first time I did it with Ruby, and it was much slower because, you know, you, you are talking to each other. You go do this, I'll go do that, and something doesn't work out, and let me try it kind of thing, right? This time, it was just me, so I didn't have to have that back and forth. And also, um, I had done it before, so I knew what to expect and how to beat the bosses. So it was it just kind of went fast. But sadly, we haven't played it. I spent all that time at the beginning of the month, but her and I have... Yet to find time to play it, so maybe I should make that one of my goals. Um, okay, and then uh, I bought these new bike pulley systems. I opened the box in May because this was going to be one of my goals, 
and freaked out. Have you ever bought something that you have to assemble at home and open it up and all the parts just are so overwhelming that you just don't do it at that moment? Maybe come back to it later. Has that ever happened? Yeah, that kind of feels like anything I open up that has an instruction. So, so yes. This this one got me hard. This one was like, there was strings and pull. I've just never put pulleys, a pulley system together. It was very intimidating. And I just walked away for a month. Um, when I got it out the second time, there weren't as many parts as I remember. So maybe the hindsight 2020 kind of helped. And it went up really fast. I got two of these pulley systems installed within an hour. I was like, okay, done, done. And I sent you a picture. So I'm happy about that. Two points there. And then this is also another really big one for me. This has been on my list for three or four months to put all my Legos together. This would have not been possible had it not been for Janine last week. Janine put half of my sets together with me. I got two sets out. We turn on a show. I'd give her one instruction booklet for her set. I'd get mine. And just knowing you were doing it together, even though you were working on different sets, that they were struggling with the same things you were, where where the heck does this piece go and how does it fit here? And I can't find this piece. That's what was so frustrating about it. And it was so overwhelming because I had so many sets. So not only did I have someone united in the struggle, but it also cut my expectations in half. Because I thought, well, I only have to do half the sets. So it wasn't as overwhelming. So this these points should really go to Janine. <laughs> she was quite the trooper here. And we actually had a lot of fun doing that. It was kind of a, you know, just a cool, cool hang, so to speak. And then I had one more goal, which was one more than yours. And this was my hardest goal. This also took me till the end of the month. Finish watching Picard season three. Why that was so hard? It's because I don't ever just sit and watch TV. And I didn't. I wanted to be totally focused. Well, I was able to do it, and also I didn't want Picard to end. I have such a love for the next generation. I was kind of putting it off because I'm like, I I know this is it. I know this is the last episode. I was worried he was gonna die. I'm not gonna tell you what happens. No spoilers. Um, but I was just worried for all those reasons for it being over, for the potential of what I thought might happen to these characters. Uh, I I liked how it ended. I thought it ended perfectly, and it was a great time. I finished it. So. I finished all my side quests as well. So if you count the co-op goal, you earned 20 points and I earned 22. So thank you so much. Those two extra points are going to help me in the long run. Nice. Maybe. <laughs> Baby steps to catch up with you. Well, good work there. I mean, I think we both had just a really good, good month there. So, okay, I'm going to jump into my gaming goal. So it was, you may or may not be able to see in the shot here, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade one-up cabinet that I bought at a yard sale for super cheap. It didn't work. Uh, After tinkering with it for quite a while, I realized that it needed uh, both a new screen and a new motherboard. I was able to find the parts, order them, and then put everything back together and get it working. So even though I had to invest a decent little chunk of money into it, it was still uh, significantly less than what I would have paid if I had uh, bought a working one. And so it is up and running and I not only fixed it, but got some uh, custom, uh, what are they called? The joysticks. Uh, I know there's a term for them and I'm, I'm spacing it now. 
but I know what you're talking about the ones that stick up and you joystick hold on. toppers. Those things called joystick toppers. Toppers. Mm. So I got some custom joystick toppers on there, and yeah, it's up. It are runs. they turtle shells? Uh, no, but they're like this green goo. <laughs> it looks like the green goo um, oh, from cool. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So the slime, yeah. Um, and yeah, it works great. We uh, played through. Um, the arcade game and beat it and so yeah we're having a fun time with it i think we're gonna keep it uh i mean it's just in the last two months i went from having zero arcade cabinets to having two arcade one-ups we definitely play nba Jam and more oh i went from having two arcade one-ups to zero so yeah. we just swapped places sorry to interrupt but i had to point out the irony well and didn't you have the same two i did at one time i had nba jam no okay I've had those two. At one time, I had three. You had Mortal Kombat, right? I had Mortal Kombat. But the two most recent I had, I actually sold Turtles first. But that was a few years ago. Uh, the two most recent ones I sold were Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam. Okay. I just didn't play them anymore. Yeah. yeah. We needed the money. Moved into a new house. Yeah, I definitely play NBA Jam. And if, if I were to get rid of one, it'd be Turtles. As much as I love Turtles, I just feel NBA Jam has more replay value to it. It's, you know, shorter. So I, I, a couple times before I've put Sam to bed, we'll have a quick matchup and we'll put in our initials. So it keeps our records and um, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. And talk trash to one another. So yeah, it's been fun. Uh, so that was my gaming goal was to get the Ninja Turtles cabinet up and running and yeah, it is up and running. So what's your, what was well, your gaming goal for the month? Well, uh, I'm super impressed before I tell you my gaming goal. I had asked you if you ever get intimidated by assembling things and you said all things but these kinds of things uh repairing consoles and controllers and what people may not know is you used to repair a ton of controllers and mod controllers and things and i'm super impressed because those intimidate me and i'm surprised you're not as intimidated by those but you always seem really like into it and really excited to well, figure it out and it, it kind of started years ago with an ipad we had an ipad that broke oh yeah i remember and that actually we took, we took it someplace to get it repaired and then like a couple weeks later even though we had one of those big heavy duty kid cases it got dropped in just the perfect spot and it shattered again and when it broke the second time i was like i'm not paying to have this fixed again so i just started going to youtube and i ordered some parts and i figured it's already broken like worse that can happen is i just break it more and so i started tinkering <laughs> And, and, you know, I did that a few times with iPads and then I did a couple cell phones and I had a couple that worked great. And I had one that I totally, uh, Steph's uncle that I totally shattered his phone and had to pay quite a bit more to get it fixed because oh, no. I broke it. Um, cause it was oh, one that no. had, it was one that had glue. Th so the iPads, not to get too far off track, but they just have glue around the borders and this was a Samsung Galaxy like three or something. This was a long time ago. And it had this, I think it's called Luca or Loca. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Luca glue, but basically it's glue that is across the whole screen. And when I took it into the repair shop, the guy was like, yeah, it's not just on the border. So it's not like you can use like a hair dryer or an air gun to kind of warm up the adhesive and pry it off. He's like, he's like, I have a $5,000 machine that has to heat up the whole glass just right. He's like, so you would have never got this. Um, so anyways, oh, I kind of started there, but I will say I d 
do have, I am very limited in what I can do. I, I don't, I want to learn at some point how to really solder. That's been kind of a goal I've had for a couple of years and just haven't got it. I haven't invested in a soldering iron, at least a good one. Um, but if it's a controller that I can fix without soldering, I'll do it. Um, but yeah, there's definitely limits. And if, if you do know how to solder, you could do just about anything. But these arcade one-up cabinets are very simple. Like I wouldn't ever dare open up an actual original arcade cabinet because they have so many <laughs> wires and oh, like yeah. it's just a mess where these are a couple parts. Like it's been so simplified. So yeah, I can't can't take too much credit. I'm not that handy. I just know how to follow instructions on YouTube. <laughs> well, you fooled your uncle. Hmm. <laughs> and, I, and shame on him for trusting you. Just kidding. No, good job. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad you're enjoying those arcade cabinets. They're a lot of fun. And for my gaming goal then was to, I keep saying this, this was my hardest goal of the month. This one was actually hard to finish Assassin's Creed 3. Um, the reason is I started Tears of the... Let's see, I started Assassin's Creed 3 before Hogwarts. Then I went back to Hogwarts. And then instead of going back to Assassin's Creed 3, after beating Hogwarts, I went to Tears of the Kingdom. So it had been two games, basically. Uh, but I had made this my goal, and I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And finally, with like two days left in the month, I had a day where I didn't have to go to work. And the kids were at a summer camp and Janine was working and I literally told Janine, I'm just going to sit and play this game until I beat it. And there are 12 missions. I had done six and I had six more to go. And I got up at 8 AM and about by 8 PM I had finished that game in one day. And it was really just, um, a chore. <laughs> I did it to do it. I didn't enjoy much of it. I texted you that I gave it a D minus. I really kept thinking this game's got to pick up. I'm going to like it. I like all Assassin's Creed games. This game gets a bad rap. That was just when it first came out, but surely those were just disgruntled people. Oh, Josh hated this game. Oh, hated no. it, <laughs> but I finished it. So I get two points. I, I think I'm one of the weirdos that liked it. It wasn't my favorite Assassin's Creed game. Um, and maybe it was just playing it at the right time. I, I played through most of it in a two week stretch where I was back in Illinois at my in-laws house. And I played it on the switch and handheld and bet like I had nothing else to play. Um, so I don't know, M maybe I'd feel differently if I played it under different circumstances where I had more choice, but yeah, I liked it, but didn't love it, but I, I liked it. Yeah. I think what you're saying about this, I thought, I'm in the same circumstances as Josh. It's been so many years. Why aren't I liking this? I think I played it under the same um, circumstances, the people that don't like it, meaning on the tails of having played all the others. And so there's that really distinct comparison that's really fresh in your, uh, in your brain and you're picking out all these things that they changed that are just a lot of more quality of life things that were present in all the other games and all the other games since then that they took away. For example, and this is just a silly one, switching your weapon was so absurd how they did it in this game compared to all the others i could for the life of me the whole game i could not figure out how to switch between my weapons and how to use the gun and how to use the hidden blades i mean i figured out but it was so clunky and it was a lot of little stuff like that earning money is something i loved in the other games 
Uh, you could build up your your mansions and your different thing and send assassins on these quests and they would get money for you. And it was so hard to figure out in this game. And there was so much of it was tied to trapping and catching animals, which makes sense because that's how they would have made money back in that particular time where it was set anyway. But it just wasn't fun. And so just weird stuff like that. The overall story was fine. It wasn't great. Um, and, you know, some of the other elements were some of the animations were super cool. Um, I don't know. It was, it was those quality of life things that brought it down for me. And I think if I hadn't played Ezio collection, like within the last month and it had been years like you since playing the Ezio, I probably would have liked it a lot more. Yeah. So anyway, I still got two points. So that's my gaming goal. And I'm only one game away from playing every Assassin's mainstream Assassin's Creed game. I just need to play rogue and I played them all. And I might wait on rogue because there's the rumor out there that they are remaking, not remastering. And I love a good remaster, but I love even more a remake. Assassin's Creed for Black Flag. If they remake that sucker, that's the next game in the order. If I'm, I've been playing them in order, I would play that before because then Rogue comes after that. So I'd play the remake. But I think the remake probably come out. It won't come out anytime soon. And then I wouldn't get my yearly goal to beat all the Assassin's Creed games. So, oh, choices, choices. What am I going to do here, Josh? Yeah, that, he has no that's... words. <laughs> Such a dilemma. Such a first world problem. All right, <laughs> I, I'm just in, I'm just impressed that you've stuck with this goal of playing all the Assassin's Creed games because I, I think there's definite burnout that would have happened with me to play all of them in such a short span. So yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It really has been a lot of fun. Other than this last game, <laughs> no fun. Okay, let's move on then because I don't want to think about that game anymore. I'm glad it's behind me. It Tell me about your fitness goal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I'll, I'll be quick with this. My fitness goal was to get 8,000 steps or more on 80% of my days. Um, I did that. Uh, kind of like I was saying in Moab, there were a couple times where I would you know, look at my watch and say like, oh, I only have you know 5,000 or 4,000 and I would just go out and just walk. Um, there were other days where it was more... Um, I don't know what, how, how you'd say it, but, but more just, I guess, by the book where it's like, I intentionally took the dog out on a walk and got my steps. And then there are some days where things were just chaotic and I'd have 10,000 steps without taking a dedicated walk just cause I was running all over the place doing one thing or another. But, um, but still I was able to knock that out. Uh, the bonus goal, which was not for points, but was just something that I mentioned that I wanted to kind of throw out there and hopefully get was to get back to my pre-Europe weight, which was 243 pounds. And I am happy to say that at the end of the month, I was 242.9 or 8, like just barely under, but I did get it. Um, so I was really I deserve yeah, a clap. Really, uh, really happy about that one. And then I'm just going to go ahead real quick and do my eating goal. And then I'll have you do both as well. Um, just because it's kind of similar is, was to log daily and to stay under my calories 80% of the time. And yes, I did do that. Um, definitely had a couple cheat days, but that's, I think, as we've talked about before, something that I think in some ways is kind of good just so you don't, uh, go crazy, uh, but yeah, uh, definitely reached that mark and had a good month. Um, felt felt good about things for the most part. Um, the only thing that was a struggle, and I've talked to you about this offline, and, and I won't really get into it much here. 
Um, but just my energy levels, um, they haven't been great. Uh, so there've been a couple days, actually a lot of days where it felt like, and I'm sorry if you can hear fireworks in the background, it's the third of July. I don't know if the mic is picking them up or not, <laughs> but people are shooting off fireworks. Um, not much I can do about that. Um, but anyways, um, I felt just kind of like I was dragging and that my energy levels were lacking. So I'm hoping that's something that, uh, picks up because there are definitely days where I wanted to do more and I wanted to feel like I'm pushing myself, but I just, just to do kind of the minimum of what my goal was felt like it was taking everything out of me. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, and I'll let you go over and talk about your goals. I sure hope that turns around for you. And and you shared some other things that you didn't share on the show that you're doing to try and get those energy levels up. So hopefully those will, will pan out for you because that's miserable. That's, that's, that's hard to, especially on those days, like you said, where you get the 8,000 steps and you weren't even trying, you were just running around. You need that energy, you know, on those kind of days. And they happen more often than not probably. So, and I do need to correct you. There is one thing you could have done to control the fireworks. Okay. You could move back to West Jordan, which is where you used to live which was right by me. And you're not going to hear any fireworks here because they are banned in West Jordan. So it's your fault for moving away from me. And that's what you could have done to control the fireworks. I wish they were banned here because Utah is unique in the sense that we have the 4th of July and then we have pioneer day, which is a state holiday on the 24th of July where people also shoot off fireworks. And so kind of all in between there, you have fireworks where after you know a couple weeks of fireworks, you feel like you just live in a war zone, um, and I, I've become <laughs> the grumpy. Like. Yeah. I, I've become the grumpy old man that when I was a kid, I loved fireworks, <laughs> and now I'm just like, oh, fireworks. So, anyways, they can be annoying. They can be annoying. Okay, well, I'm just teasing. But if you did want to move down, there is a lot two houses around the corner from me, so it's uh, okay. available. I'll, I'll keep that okay. In mind. Uh, mine will be fast. <laughs> okay exercise goals exercise 20 times i haven't done it this year i've hit 19 three times i'm happy to say not only did i hit 20 i hit 22 i exercised 22 times so i'm very happy of, about that and it's felt good and i've been monitoring my my watch monitors and i don't know how accurate this is my vo2 max which has something to do with how much oxygen your body can process and this whole month has been hit workouts and those re- are really good for your heart and for your uh, heart to be able to process pump uh, oxygen more efficiently to your muscles. And that number has gone up for me all month. So I've, I've, it's been fun watching that because the other number that's been going up has been my weight. And so at least I have one number that's going up that's positive and the other one we won't talk about. So <laughs> that's the great thing though about fitness. You can always find something to celebrate, right? And but more importantly, we've talked about this is how you feel. And I'm feeling pretty good. I'm sorry, you're not feeling the best, but you'll get there. You'll get there, man. Um, one thing that did not make me feel good was my next goal, which was my eating goal to not drink soda. And no one thought I could do this. I think you were skeptical. And my wife was definitely skeptical. And I certainly was skeptical as well. And that was the only reason I stuck with this goal is because I wanted to prove all of you and myself wrong. And I did stick with it, but it was almost as miserable, maybe more miserable than Assassin's Creed 3 because it lasted all month. I hated every second of it. I'm sorry, Ed Placencia, that you uh, feel very strongly that I should not drink soda for my long-term health. I would rather die young than uh, 
than live old without soda. So <laughs> July 1st, I went and got me a soda. I've been drinking it ever since. I'll probably never go off. I will say, though, that I did realize through this a couple things. One, I can stick with something hard that I don't want fitness-wise and eating-wise because that's that same skill I'm going to need to use like an exercise. I'm never going to – I never enjoy exercise, really, or at least getting started. And I never want to stop exercising my life. I want to always keep doing it. So this kind of reinforced that, okay, you can you can just keep doing something that you don't really like to do and do it every day. You can do that, Brett. And so I'm going to apply that to other areas. And then the second thing um, that, it, um, that it helped me realize is that um, I, I don't need to drink as much of it. And I think that will stick around. I, I'm, I've got water right now. Usually I have soda during the show. So I do think I'll drink less of it from what I did this month. But I did go the entire month. And this is how dedicated I was. Um, you can't see me right now, but sometimes I'd pick up a soda for Janine and I wouldn't get me one, of course, and I'd stick the straw in for her from the gas station to bring it home. And sometimes when you stick the straw in, soda will leak out from the straw hole and kind of pool in the lid. And most times I'd go, you know, and just sip it. I, that happened like two or three times this month, grabbed a handful of napkins, wiped that sucker off and threw it in the garbage so I wouldn't even be tempted to even sip soda. That's how diligent I was. Mike. Impressive. Yeah, good job. That's it. Those are all our goals. So we yeah, killed it in the month of June. Yeah, it's clean sleep on for both of us. Nice. I, was gonna, I think this, and you know, I haven't gone back and checked, but this might be the first time that we both had a clean sweep. So I, I think you're right. I, yeah, so, I don't think I need to check. I'm sure that's right because I know I've never had a clean sleep. Okay, so I um. Like I said, that two points brought me up to a total of 50H, which gets me to level 16. Now, I started the month at level 11. Okay, so I came up five levels. Wow. I remember, I was two levels behind you. You were level four. I'm sorry. I was three levels behind you. You were level 14. So you came up four levels. I came up five. So I'm now only two levels behind you. So those two points were just enough to close the gap of one level, but I'm still significantly behind. Um, however, I did the math here, I believe. Uh, nope. Okay, I was thinking that if I won the mini game, I could bump up another level, but nope, doesn't look like it. So, But there is a chance for two more points for me this month. I have never won the mini game. I have never had a clean sweep of a month. So maybe even two more points is in my future. Well, today, on that note, Brett, let's lighten the mood and jump into the mini game. Okay, uh, Josh is going to let me introduce the mini game here. Um, <laughs> because not because I thought of it, but I did. No, the real reason is um, I'm really. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, there's nothing to be proud of about this game. Um, but I'm kind of excited because of the content. So this is called "Just Beat It," and I do like that song as well. 
the Michael Jackson song. And I don't know if anyone's going to hate me for saying that if we have any Michael Jackson haters, but beat it, just beat it. Okay, and I'm going to stop there because it's, no, please continue on. Wow, why, why guys the whole song. Michael Jackson? <laughs> anyway, um, so you just beat a game. What game did you just beat? So I just last night answer last, last night, night. Yes, la- actually this morning it was twelve oh one. Red Dead Redemption Two. It's my favorite game of all time. And this was my second playthrough. I put about 90 hours, played almost all of it, almost all of it in handheld uh, over remote play on on the Logitech G Cloud. Just love playing through it again. Um, Really, really happy I played it. So, um, yeah, it's one that I've wanted to replay for years and finally did. Nice. Well, I haven't played it yet, and that is a real sore spot between for uh, for you about me because it's your favorite game and I haven't played it. And I, I promise I will. I pro- I'm not avoiding it. I just, I don't know. There's been so many other games, but you just beat that. I just beat Assassin's Creed three. And because you beat that in July, my original idea was the last game you beat. I had played, you've played Assassin's Creed three. And the last game before red dead was for you was super Mario sunshine. So I thought, right. what if you ask me questions about sunshine? Right. Is that right? Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah, and I asked you questions about Assassin's Creed 3 to see if we could, because we both played them, but I played Sunshine a long time ago, and you played Assassin's Creed 3 a long time ago, so it would be funny to see if we could remember things about each other's games. Well, that kind of evolved since you beat Red Dead, but we couldn't do that same game because I've never played Red Dead. So what we decided to do, and this is why I'm excited, is tomorrow's the 4th of July, and both of those games have kind of this America this traditional America setting, obviously Assassin's Creed three takes place during the revolutionary war and, and um, red dead during the, the Western expansion and the old West is kind of a really fun era in American history. So we're going to actually ask American history type questions to each other. Yours are going to be Western U S history and mine are going to be revolutionary time period. So little history quiz today, but related to gaming. How fun is that? Well, and Brett, you mentioned that you've never won one before. You better win this time because I am throwing oh you gosh. softballs. <laughs> no pressure. I don't know a lot about the West. I mean, I live in the West, but I've never like studied it. And I definitely don't watch Western movies or listen to read Western history books. So I don't know. I'm probably going to screw this up. Let's let's. Why don't you give me the first question? Let's see how soft these softballs are. So I have three questions for you. The first one is true, false. The other two are multiple choice. Um, Okay. Okay. Here is the first question. Uh, True or false? California was the first major gold rush in U.S. history. Okay, well, they call them the 49ers because of the gold rush of 1849. And so was there a gold rush before 1849? See, this doesn't feel like a softball to me because that seems really late in American history. This is probably the hardest the of the three. But it's yeah, a 50-50 it like shot. Is... Yeah, well, that doesn't mean anything for me. I suck at this game. I feel like there has got to have been a gold rush before this. 
So I'm go. He's giving me the eye. Oh man, I hate it when you do that. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm just gonna go with the. the I overthink it. That's the problem. So I'm gonna go with the answer that I should have said without going to all through all this um, talking here. That's just true. It was true. It's the first one. <laughs> no, it is false. Dang it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I'm at this game. I should. Ah! <laughs> the talking I, I, did help. <laughs> the The first major gold rush recorded was in North Carolina in 1799. Oh um, my like I said, gosh. I think I think that was probably the hardest one, but it's a 50 50. Okay, so give give me your first question, and I'll see if I can get it wrong. Uh, can we just redo this game already? I was so excited. Now I hate it already. Okay, I'm going to give you an American history question, but all of these were inspired by something that happened in the game. So in Assassin's Creed 3, that it depicts certain um, you know major events and milestones of the revolution, and then those may or may not have been correct in the game. So I went and looked them up. So the first one, it... Assassin's Creed 3 depicts Benjamin Franklin signing what appears to be the Declaration of Independence. It never actually says. It just, they're in a courthouse and he's signing it. And um, it has a date on the bottom of the screen. And so I looked up that date and it made me wonder, well, what day was the Declaration of Independence actually signed? Did, did they get it right in the game? And I found the correct answer. So I'm going to give you three dates here. One of them's from the game. And one of them's correct, and they might both be the same answer, but I'm not going to tell you. So um, the first one is June 15th, 1775. The next one is July 4th, 1776. And the last one is August 2nd, 1776. Oh, gosh. Um, there's part of me that's like, oh, July 4th. But no, it can't be that incredibly obvious i don't think it was august i'm gonna say june i'm gonna say a june 15th june 15th is incorrect that means i'm still alive in this game thank you that is the game that is the date that was in the game and that's why i say it appears benjamin was franklin was signing the declaration of independence the people in reddit are saying it's a typo it's a typo but i don't think so that was the that was around the time that benjamin franklin and the second continental congress organized the army and so and they were meeting at the time so he might have been signing another document because it never said it was the declaration but that's the date on the game so you did you were correct in a way but the actual declaration of independence was signed on august 2nd most of the people mm. signed it so okay. the reason we celebrate july 4th is that is the day the declaration of independence was officially ratified meaning all the congress members voted to to support it but they hadn't actually had the final draft uh, ready to sign to send to England. So they didn't get that rewritten out in, in, you know, from draft form to sign until August 2nd. That makes me feel a little better because my thought process was, I'm, I was pretty certain it wasn't July 4th. Then I thought, well, maybe June because that's right before, but then I guess August, you know, the year before. So, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Here is my next question. This is multiple choice. Okay. Brett, Utah became a state in what year? A, 1896, B, 1847, C, 
1861 or D 1997 after losing to the Chicago Bulls in the NBA finals? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> D for dumb. Brett would probably pick that as an answer. Oh, you had to get a jab in there. <laughs> yeah, I did. Losing this game, losing this game isn't enough. You have to jab <laughs> at my old wounds from the jazz I, and the bulls. I, I figured if I gave you a obvious wrong answer that it would make it a little easier there. So, <laughs> and if you want me to recap, okay, I'm eighteen. No, no, no. I think I'm pretty confident in this one. I think I'm eighteen sixty one. Sorry. Okay, I'm. I think I'm pretty confident in this one. Because uh, I know it took a long time because of polygamy, and there was uh, the U.S. government obviously didn't want the uh, Utah to be part of um, the union unless we, you know, met certain standards. And being a polygamous state at the time was not meeting those standards. So I'm going to go with whatever the answer was: 1896. That is correct. So I threw 1847 in there thinking you would know it's not 1847 because the day is a 47. Yeah. That's when the valley was, um, was it when it was when the valley was settled, I guess. Um, it's but, yeah. It's so that's pioneer day that you were talking about in July. Yeah. Now, see, you're not from Utah, so I'll forgive you for not knowing the exact details of this, but 1847 was when the first pioneers, Mormon pioneers who later uh, settled, you know, westernized. There was plenty of people living here before, right? But um, they uh, entered into the Salt Lake Valley on July 24th, 1847. And that's what we yeah, celebrate. I figured you'd be Pioneer able to day. knock that one out. So, okay, good job. Okay. Whew. All right, here we go. Okay, so um, in the game Assassin's Creed, Connor, one thing I did like is that he appears at first to take sides with the um, uh, patriots and the colonists. And then by the end of the game, he's more neutral, which makes sense because he's a Native American. And um, to really... Assassin's Creed, to their credit, one thing they do is they, they do try to stick to the history as best they can. Obviously, they're going to embellish and they're going to change things, get things wrong. But um, it was a very complicated uh, topic to... Uh, to say that, you know, Native Americans all sided with um, uh, the the colonists or with Britain. I mean, there was just so many different tribes and and uh, things going on that um, that I like how they, they made it complicated in the game as well. But um, one thing Connor did do is at the beginning of the game, he sided with George Washington and he even participated in the Boston Tea Party and the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere and the Battle of Monmouth. So it looked like he was on the side of the colonists and the patriots. Um, and then um, it made me just kind of look into that history a little bit more about what what was really going on with the Native Americans. Who were they really siding with and why? And that's when I learned you know, how complicated it really was. And so this question kind of alludes to that. So the question is this. Um, the British wrote a really famous proclamation in 1763 to impose something on the colonists. And so it was called the Proclamation of 1763. This is one of the things that led to the Revolutionary War. So what was in the Proclamation of 1763? Was it one, to reserve the lands west 
to the Appalachian Mountains for Native Americans? Was it to increase the tax on imported goods, such as tea? Or was it to reaffirm that the colonists had no right to be represented in British Parliament? Okay, I don't think it was option A or 1 or whatever you call it. I don't think it was the first option. Um, I'm really going back and forth between 2 and 3. I'm going to say it was the representation in Parliament. Good guess. And I actually tried to hint at this for you, but the answer was number one. And here's how I was hinting at it. I was talking a lot about Native Americans and who they sided with. And what what I learned is that uh, a um, a lot of the Native Americans sided with Britain because Britain had written this proclamation saying, okay, colonists, you've gone too far. Let's leave that land for the Natives. And the colonists did not like that. They're like, no, we want it all. And they actually use that as one of the reasons in the Declaration of Independence. It actually says something like, um, we don't have representation, but also they're not letting us expand our land. That's what they said. And I thought that was fascinating that that was an excuse that the the founders made for... um, separating from England, basically saying, no, we we're taking these lands from whoever lives there. You can't tell us where we can settle. And so that's really kind of a darker side of the revolution. I, I got to say the teacher side of you came out because I'm like, I'm pretty <laughs> certain it's not the first one. Like the one that it is, I'm like, it's not that one. It's these other ones. And you're like, good guess, Josh, you're dead wrong. But good guess. nice try. Like you made it encouraging, even though I was totally wrong. You found a way to be encouraging. Kind of, you know, like, like two plus two is six. And you're like, good job, Timmy. You're almost there. Um, so, yeah. So, so thank oh, you well, for that. It was, it was kind of an obscure one. I know that was a little, that was an obscure one, but no, you, cause I would have done the same thing had I not done the research. I would have had no idea what the proclamation of 17, but I was so fascinated by it and it related so well to the character of Connor. I had to put it in there. So sorry if it was a little, uh, yeah, a little dirty of me, but you've been dirty in this game for me. No, in the no, past, no. So that, that's great. I, I feel okay about it. Okay. So my okay. last question and if you get this right, you win because I'm 0 for 2 right now. Yeah, so. right. Ooh, oh, my gosh. Okay. The Wild West. Fun fact. Uh, whew, sorry, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a true or false? Because that was a fun fact. Mm, yeah, I felt that <laughs> I'd give out. that a true. Um, <laughs> okay. The Wild West was once part of A, Portugal. B, Spain, or C, the Federation of World Wrestling? (laughs) Portugal or Spain? Well, as far as I know, gosh, I could be so wrong. Portugal's reach kind of was more centered around Brazil, right? So Spain's reached into Mexico, which Mexico bled into the Old West. So I'm going to go with Spain. Good job. You have won a mini game. (laughs) (laughs) It's a miracle. (laughs) And and your rationale is 
entirely correct. The reason is, is because uh, Spain did have control over Mexico for a time being. So, yes, Spain uh, was once <sighs> part of the Wild West. So. Oh, Josh, that is the biggest monkey that has ever been on my back. I got to tell you, I'm feeling really good right now. In fact, you can't even read my shirt anymore. You used to be able to read Super Mario Brothers, but I've hunched over so much from the weight. And now it just says, <laughs> sup, Mario. So let me sit sup, back up. Mario. <laughs> sup, Mario. <laughs> okay, well, can I ask my final question? Because this one's yeah. kind of fun. Yep. Okay. So the very last battle in Assassin's Creed 3 takes place in New York, Fort George, which I thought was kind of cool because he used the actual battle to justify and uh, how he was going to sneak into the fort and assassinate someone because they were, they were like, well, he's, he's stuck in that fort. You're not going to be able to get in there. And he's like, well, they're planning to shell it. So if I sneak in, they'll be so distracted by the shelling, I'll be able to sneak up on my target and assassinate him. And I thought that was really cool because it was an actual historical event that was used to justify how he was able to sneak in there and kill this guy. So, um, but my question is, that wasn't the actual final battle of the revolution. That was just the final battle in the game. The final battle of the American Revolution was in Yorktown. And like I said, the one in, the one in Assassin's Creed at Fort George was in New York. So my question is this, Josh, where is Yorktown located? Here's your three choices. New Jersey, Maryland, or Virginia? Huh. I have no idea. <laughs> but I wouldn't have known either. I had to look it up. I'm just going to say, based off the fact that you've had a couple other answers that were the first answer... I'm going to go with the last answer and go with Virginia. I'm so glad I got that last question right because you got the last question right. Yes, it was Virginia, which is surprising because, you know, you generally when you think of southern states, you think of the Civil War. And actually, that was a huge gamble of George Washington to march all his troops down to Virginia because most of the fighting was up in New York. But they had gotten word that the um, French Navy was going to support them by um, bombing or blocking Chesapeake Bay so that people couldn't get in and out or the soldiers couldn't get in and out of Virginia. And it gave George Washington the idea that we could we could bombard that place and, and not have them escape from it and put, and cause so much casualties that they just draw, say, that's it. This is too much for us because now they're basically fighting us on two fronts. We can't sustain casualties up north or down south. And that gamble paid off. And the American and uh, the British surrendered at Yorktown in Virginia. Nice. Well, you can definitely tell that you are a teacher because here you are expounding <laughs> on it. And you can also tell that I'm sorry. A, it's just so fast. Well, no, but you can also tell that I'm a bad student because I'm like, well, I got the others wrong. So let me try guessing in this section where I haven't guessed before. <laughs> so. I know. I know. This is kind of a geek out moment for me because, um, because really what it is, is I learned these facts. I didn't know these facts, but that's one of the things I love about um, why I'm an educator. I love to learn. And so when I learn something new for me, I love sharing it, right? So that's kind of why I was excited about this game. It's not because I'm smart or anything like that. It's like, I just generally, when I hear interesting things or when I learn interesting things, I love that. I love hearing it. I love sharing it. So thanks for letting me share this in the mini game. And God bless you for uh, throwing me a bone and giving me two more points. 
Well, good job. That was, it was... He did throw a few softballs in there. I should have got that first one right. <laughs> I, I knew I that. Mean, I was an idiot. I, I, I had fun. I had fun writing these questions, especially the fest, the Federation of World Wrestling. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you went a little bit. Good, good job there. Uh, so anyways, uh, let's have you scoot over, make some room for me on the couch, and let's get into our co-op time. Okay, Brett, so co-op is something that we can kind of go through here quickly, but we've kind of had we've had a nice variety of co-op things. Um, I was talking the other day uh, to my brother about the podcast, and I was kind of telling him, you know, like co-op, sometimes it's a game we play together, like literal co-op. Sometimes it's just something we both say, hey, we're both going to do X, Y, Z. Um and this is another kind of unique one. So what is our co-op goal, Brett? Well, I've done this before with you, but not since we started the podcast. And our co-op goal is to go for me to hang out with you during yard sales. So we're not gaming, but we're looking for video games. And it's, you know, the point of online gaming and putting on your headset and playing with someone is kind of that social aspect. And so really, this is just a cool chance for me to hang out with you and see you in your element. And we've done it before, like I said, and uh, we had some fun stories come from that. And this came up because you were in my neck of the woods and called me one morning and said, hey, I'm out yard selling in your area. Do you want to you know, meet up or whatever? And I was too busy that morning. But then it made me think, well, let's just do it another day. Let's do it in July. Let's let me come along. Well, let's plan it this time and not be spur of the moment, which is fine. Nothing gets spur of the moment, but um, that's how this co-op goal came about. Yeah, it was interesting because I, I normally stick in my general area, but um, what I'll do is is the night before I'll message just as many people that have listings as possible and try and get some kind of good leads of where to start first. And you know, if I get one or two leads, that's Great, because then after that, it's just kind of drive around and see what you can find. Um, but I had no leads whatsoever. That I think it was two weeks ago. I had no leads whatsoever. And so then my thought process was, well, I still want to be able to find something. So I wanted to find a place that was going to have a higher chance of having more yard sales. And the town that you live in is very populated, has a lot of homes. <laughs> And, mm-hmm. and I still know the area well enough. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to just going to do it. It was one of those things that I didn't decide until that morning because I was debating all the night before I woke up and was laying in bed at like 540 in the morning. And I was like, all right, where the heck am I going to go? Because the worst is when you just drive around and find nothing after you're waking up early oh, on a Saturday. Yeah. morning. That was last week. Last week was it happened. You sent me a picture and I thought it was an accident because you like, look at my pickups and it was a blank picture, but it looked like you had actually accidentally taken a picture of your pocket. Yeah. And I thought it was an accident. I said, oh, did you not get anything? Kind of jokingly. And you're like, actually, yeah. And I was like, so sad for you. Yeah. Last last week was a bust. I think I found two little things at the very last sale I went to. Um, but uh, yeah, it was the worst I've had so far this summer. And that happens, right? You can't strike gold every time um but uh but yeah 
even even if I have a strikeout when sometime when we go together, uh, it'll be fun to have your company and um, yeah, it's it's interesting though. I've ha- I've had friends say like, I want to go yard sailing with you and like awesome, right? Uh, Gabe Patillo has reached out to me a couple times and be like, Hey, we got it. We got to figure out, we got to do this together. And I feel like so much pressure because you can't really control if you have a good day or not. Right. Like a lot yeah. of it, like there's prep and there's work you can put into it, but a lot of it is, you know, kind of dumb luck. Um, and just asking and, and hoping that you go to the right place at the right time, because sometimes you go to the right place, but it's, the wrong time it's 10 minutes after someone else came and cleared them out mm. um sometimes you run into your yard sale nemesis which i have a yard sale nemesis and then you have to <laughs> go to a different part of town because you don't want to be following her as she you know cleans up everything so yeah. so anyways yeah i definitely feel pressure uh like oh, I, I better have a good experience but uh whether we no, no, find no. anything or a ton of stuff or whatever it'll be fun so It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to actually reporting back on this one more than any of our other co-ops because I know we'll have some stories one way or another. Yeah. Um, well, um, this is going to be super fun. And um, we last week or last month, excuse me, said that during this section of the show, during our co-op section, we want to expand it. Right now it's couch co-op. It's me and Josh. We're sitting on the couch, not, not you know, metaphorically. But um, – co-op happens online all the time so we reached out to all of you online and said hey participate in the show meaning uh tell us what your goals are what your successes are or maybe what's not working you know vent or or just you know sometimes you just got to um you know talk about what you learned from your from your mistakes uh to start anew you know before you before you're ready to go at it again and um, so I'm going to read some of these, Josh, if that's okay. I'll just read. I've already read them. You may not have heard all of them. So I'll, I'll let you kind of just ch- – what, we, what we're hoping to accomplish from this is for you guys, when you share these things, to sometimes when you tell someone else, you know, it just puts a little more accountability on you. And we're, we're hoping to just be that for you, just to be someone who like, okay, I told those guys. I said I made it public. I got to stick with it, right? We're not sure we're going to be able to follow up with with all of you. How did it go? You know, but feel, we'll, we'll always throw out a question every month. So if you want to write back in and said, hey, I didn't make that goal, we'll be like, no worries, man. See how many times we don't make our goals. Like, just stick with it. Just keep just keep setting those goals. So um, so I'll just read them, and then you can kind of just uh, chime in, Josh, encourage our, our friends here. So our, our first one we're going to reach out on Twitter is Nagachaka. And he said his gaming goals are to finish Persona 5 Royale before September and Tears of the Kingdom before November. As for fitness, I'm hoping to put on about five pounds, hopefully of muscle, by September. So <clears throat> Nagachaka, really good dude. Um, I, I, I hope you reach those gaming goals. And I think if I'm just guessing, I'm wondering because there's so much coming out in november time frame i'm wondering if that's trying to clear the plate for maybe starfield um i'm trying to remember if starfield is november or is it like september 
I want to say it might be before November. I don't I remember. think September is before November. I thought most of the games that I remember watching at these, um, at the Game Fest and whatever, were like September, October. I didn't hear any November releases. No, I mean, November is still a great time to clear your plate so that maybe you can filter out what you want to play because there's a lot to choose from. And uh, Naga Chaka, dude, two really beefy games. You've given yourself lots of time. That's, that's smart. <laughs> but to be playing Persona yeah. 5 and Tears of the Kingdom kind of at the same time, that's... Those are two beefy games. Good. Yeah, but I'm thinking just having that November, that specific by November, um, there must be something there, that, and I'm I'm curious to see what what he's uh, ho- wanting to have. The, I guess his deck cleared for November. But yeah, um, yeah, I'll be so curious what he wants to play. So I love him putting on the the muscle. I want to hear what some of his exercises and how he's doing that. What, what protein wise, what he's trying to do to to build muscle. You you know, I've been right. talking about losing weight, but we, we don't delve into the realm of building muscle much. So I'd, I'd love to hear that more about that. Okay. Our next one here is from um, Fortress of Nerditude. You ever heard of these guys? Never. Never, never these guys. Yeah, no. I don't know. I think you can see their real name if you click here. Hey, he uh, has the last the same last name as you. You related to this guy, Spencer Stapleton? Nope. No, okay, no relation. Okay, nope, just thought none. I'd check. Anyway, so Spencer, <laughs> okay, for those of, you that, those of you that don't know, Spencer is Josh's brother and has an awesome podcast, Fortress of Nerditude. If you haven't checked that out, please go check it out. He's on Twitter at, at Fort of Nerd, and he sent us an awesome tweet here. So for fitness, he wants to continue to eat healthy, exercise, and dropping weight. He's currently down 85 pounds. What? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, ugh, and he's kept it off. I mean, because that's been a while. I think I remember him losing that weight a couple of years ago. So even more impressive, he's kept it off. And then gaming-wise, uh, he wants to start playing Rocksmith again daily to work on learning guitar. And everything he, I need to start... Oh, eventually, sorry. Eventually, I need to start God of War, Ragnarok, and Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, you do. Especially Ragnarok. Woo, love that game. Yeah, no, he's he's been uh, he's been killing it with the weight loss. Um and uh, yeah, he was just actually over here today. He so my son Sam turned nine yesterday, and so he took Sam out on a motorcycle ride. And yeah, he's doing doing great. So I'm trying to, you know, pick up some tips from him and and try and uh, you know follow in his footsteps. So yeah, kudos to this stranger. Just because he's your older of. brother, you don't have to follow in his footsteps all the time. You can lead your own path, Josh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I have Spencer, to give seriously. I have to give him credit every now and then because I do I do give him such a hard time with everything else. So <laughs> he is he seems like a good older brother. And uh, thanks for writing the show, dude. And good luck to you. All right, we got a couple from Facebook. Uh, I it's kind of funny that the first two from Facebook were colleagues of mine who are principals, and so I have to probably be a little more careful about what I say on this show. And make sure I'm not disclosing any confidential information about my job because apparently some of my colleagues are listening. So, but I appreciate them writing in. And since this was our first shout out to the community, I also appreciate that these two colleagues happen to be female. Nice. Because although our show is Fit Dad, Game Dad, that doesn't mean it's just for dads. And speaking of, you know, following the footsteps of people, I can't think of anyone better for us dads to fall in the footsteps of than mothers and i happen to know that both these ladies are mothers as well and they're incredible ladies but um 
I'm very impressed with some of their fitness goals. So let me tell you about this first one here. This is Jennifer Bodell, and she says, I'm not a dad, and I don't need to be mentioned, but I made the goal of working out at least half an hour every day of summer break, even if it's a walk with my dog on Sundays. So far, I'm at 100%. It feels so good, and I'm starting to feel like myself again. And she says, you know what life we lead, just meaning I've mentioned this on the show before, how stressful it is. And it's nice to have these summer months to uh, relax and get back into a better, more healthy routine. So great job, Jen. And I am definitely going to mention you on this show because you were the first person to respond. You're amazing. Great colleague. Great friend. Good for you. And daily too. Like that, that's an impressive goal. Um, cause I, oh, yeah. I intentionally make my goals. So it's like three times a week, four times a week. So every day. Yeah. Kudos. That's awesome. Yeah, she'll get it too. She's she's a go-getter. All right, next one is Katie Timothy. Her goal is to run at least a mile a day. Now listen to this, Josh. This is why I'm not as good of a principal. Listen to what she does. I have been at it since January 3rd, even wow. when there was tons of snow. My goal is to keep it up as long as I can. I want to at least make it a year. I usually run four to five miles a day but have done one to two a day when sick or when it was hard to squeeze in like on a vacation. Since January 3rd, she has run at least one mile every day since January 3rd. And she wants to keep that up for the rest of the year. If I'm sick, I, you know, the only place I'm running to is probably the bathroom. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And, And Katie, I wish you could have seen Josh's face when I was reading that. If you happen to listen to this, go back and find the video version. His jaw literally dropped to the floor. So well done. That, yeah, that is, that is awesome. Um, running. Well, I I should say jogging is something that I want to get back to. And so to do it every day, like, wow, that is great job. Super impressive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Two more. And these ones are shorter. So Amanda Cox says she wants to get back to exercising five days a week and she needs to do it for her mental health. Yeah, I think that's something that we probably don't emphasize enough is not only how good it is just, you know, for your body, but mentally having that time like it clears your head if you're, you know, running, jogging, walking, whatever you're doing, just getting moving, getting the blood flowing, you know, lifting weights, whatever it is. I think it's really beneficial for your mental health. Um, so yeah, I totally understand that. And yeah, we'll be cheering you on. Yeah. Amanda's uh, a good friend of mine and she's a teacher at my school and she was one of the first people to ever listen to our podcast. So got to give a huge shout out to Amanda and I hope it helps with your mental health because I know the kids that were in her class last year and they can be challenging on your mental health for sure. So we're hoping to give her, uh, well, I'm sure she's looking forward to another group of students <laughs> okay. next year that, that will also help with her mental health. <laughs> All right. So our last one is Shane Morkus. He says, I'm training for my first triathlon hoping that this will aid in my goal to lose 30 pounds and eat better. Wow. What, wow. I, I, what I like about that one is sometimes you set a secondary goal to help you get to your long-term goal. So his long-term goal is losing weight, but his he's like, well, how am I going to get there? I've got to hold myself accountable. You know, I, I have you, Josh, to help me be accountable. For him, he's like, I'm going to sign up for this triathlon. That's a good strategy. It really sometimes is. Like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Right? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying 
I want to, you know, put on muscle or I want to lose weight or I want to do this or that, but it's like, okay, but now what are the steps you're going to take? So yeah, signing up for a triathlon, that's definitely going to take some, some work. And, uh, I'd love to hear back, you know, I'd love to reach out to these people, uh, in a couple months and say, Hey, how is this going? You know, do you want to report back? Did, did this help? Did it, you know, make any difference whatsoever? Where are you at? Awesome. We will do that. I'll keep a list and we'll, um, maybe not this month, but you know, like you said, every, maybe every other month or something, we'll check back in with these folks. So thanks for participating in our first ever online co-op. Nice. That was fun. That was way fun. Okay, Brett. Well, it is time for the grind. So let's get into our side quests. Okay, I will go through mine first, and I'm going to go kind of quick. Um, so my first one, not a whole lot to be said, but is to stay under my calories on the 4th of July. So tomorrow, um, I hope I can do this. This is going to be tough. And the reason why I picked this, like generally like a holiday, you'd think like, ah, that's probably a great cheat day to have. Well, two days ago was my son's birthday, and that was... I had a cheat day there, had, you know, my wife made these amazing Oreo cupcakes and mm. we went out to, we went out to dinner. So that was my cheat day, which was fine. Problem is two days later is the 4th of July tomorrow. And the problem there following that is my birthday is five days after that. <laughs> so I don't want to get, you know, in this bad habit. I don't mind having a cheat day, you know, every now and then. Um, but I don't want three in a seven day span. And I think it, for me, it might be easier if I had to pick between my birthday and the 4th of July. I mean, honestly, I'd love to stand on both. Um, but if I had to pick maybe the fourth, I, I don't know. So that's, that's one of my goals. We'll see if I get it or not. I don't know. Uh, Find out soon. At least I yeah, will. I d definitely will. Um, <laughs> the next one is just to go on a hike. Just I wanted to, I think a lot of my side quests I haven't had, a lot of them have been kind of like honeydew list type things, which has been great, but I wanted to make sure I had something uh, physical in here. Mm -hmm. And so with it being summertime, um, maybe I'll see if I can get my kids to go. Although they, you know, after Moab, which is we hiked around a whole bunch, I don't know if they'll have any interest, but uh uh, yeah, just to go on a hike. So we'll see if I can find time to get that done. The next one is to add 50 new items to eBay or Facebook Marketplace to sell. And the reason I put this in there is I said earlier in the show that I had a whole bunch of inventory. My office was a mess and now it's getting a little bit cleaner. Uh, I'm still selling a lot, but I'm definitely seeing the inventory decrease. I mentioned last week at yard sales was a total bust. So I want to try and up my inventory. Summertime is where I make the vast majority of uh, my sales. And so to be getting a little low in inventory right now, isn't a great thing. So I'm hoping to find more stuff and to list at least 50 items. Um, nice. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. Hopefully so, you can find all 50 with me when we I go mean, yard selling together. 
you could have a really good Saturday and you could totally knock this out as far as finding in one Saturday, but you could also have a streak of a couple really bad ones and not get it. So we'll see. Um, the next one is something that I would categorize as kind of a spiritual health thing. Hmm. And, um, so, uh, my religion does a week or yeah, weekly, uh, readings. Like they kind of have these, let's say a, a sign, not like you have to, but these assigned readings to read through this year, we're reading through the new Testament. And if you read through each of the week's assigned readings, you'll read through basically the whole New Testament over the course of the year. And I've been kind of sporadic in in my reading. It's one of the things that I've wanted to be better about. I'm actually about uh, two months behind right now. So my goal isn't to catch up all the way, but my goal is to do this month to do the weekly assigned readings and to also catch up one of the two months. So to do the ones that are assigned now, but also to catch up some ground. I don't want to just skip ahead. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try and make sure that I make more time uh, to, to do some, some scripture readings. That's something that, like I said, I'm just sporadic on it and I want to be better on that. Um, I, I, can I interject here just yeah. real quick? Because I'm so glad you made this goal because it is the first spiritual goal we've had. And I'm a firm believer in, um, there's three facets of health. There's mental health, physical health, and spiritual health. And spiritual health doesn't mean you have to prescribe to a certain dogma or religion or anything like that. Spiritual, to me, is defined as far as your, your health, your level of health, is that there's something innate in all of our humans that we need to connect to something greater than us and to nourish that facet of us, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's nature um, or whether it's a specific religion or a meditation practice. So kudos to you for writing a goal like this. This is a, uh, a great reminder for all of us to nurture that uh, aspect of our health. Yeah, for sure. By the way, did I just hear fireworks in your background? <laughs> oh, no. Bust. They are they are busted. I'm calling the cops right now. This is, this is illegal. I moved to this neighborhood for a reason. <laughs> I pay a very high HOA. I'm getting on the phone right now and calling the cops. Josh, move yes, down here. No one shoots fireworks down here. You move down here. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> sure, Brad. Well, I'm not editing out those fireworks uh, since they're sure. such a part of the show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my last side quest, um, and this is going back to uh, yard sale type stuff and, and to, to eBay is I have a couple items on eBay that have just been lingering for a while. Um, and so I really, this month, want to sell off. I have a Super Nintendo Junior bundle that's been sitting on eBay way too long. I also have a 3DS that's been sitting on eBay too long. And I have two Nintendo Switches that I've had on Facebook Marketplace now for about... Uh, one I've only had for a week with the other one. I think I've had for two or three weeks. Uh, I don't like that, especially higher value items. I don't like them to sit around very long. Uh, I've sold a ton of Nintendo switches over the last couple months. And so I was trying to do the same pricing structure that has kind of worked for me the last couple months, but I think I'm going to need to drop my prices a little bit because I'm, 
as if you followed the news with Nintendo, they've kind of said, hey, our sales of the console has gone down. And also in the secondary market, you're seeing that same ripple effect where most people that want a Switch have a Switch by this point. Um, And the people that are now jumping in are definitely wanting it at a discount, which is totally understandable. It's the way the market works. Uh, But the price that I've been selling them at uh, is just kind of being stagnant. So I have... I have a couple items that um, are for me, higher value items, and I just want to get them sold. So whether that's listing them in creative ways, listing them in more places, dropping my price, whatever it is, uh, even though I say my inventory is getting low, I just don't like things to sit forever because that means that I'm not doing it right. Uh, so I want to get those bigger ticket items sold and out of the way and hopefully use that money to then replace them with other stuff. So those are my side quests. I had one other that I was debating, um, but I'm going to leave it off and I'm going to hopefully leave you a little bit of more room to catch up. Cause I think you have a few more than I do. Well, um, we have a spreadsheet where we write down our side quests and it started with like maybe four or five lines. And then at one point, And we've pretty much had the same number of side quests. The whole point of side quests was that you could do more to try and make up for points. And so when you wrote your side quest, I wasn't trying to be sneaky, but I noticed you wrote five and there were three more lines available to me. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to, I didn't add any new lines because we have added them in the past, but that's only because we both were adding more. So on the spreadsheet, there's nine spots. I decided to fill them all the way up. I'm not going to go through all of them because that's ridiculous. The point is I'm going to try and catch up. So thank you for not doing that one and not filling up all nine because I could probably catch up almost two levels. I could if, If I do a clean sweep and you do a clean sweep and i know you're laughing because there's a butt ton more fireworks i mean it sounds like a shot shot off (laughs) it is so loud i know it is so loud and it's so ironic because it should not be happening right now oh so embarrassing i'm so embarrassed by my city of west jordan how god bless america god bless america Jeez. Okay, so anyway, I'm hoping to catch up and maybe tie with you. I could think I could mathematically tie if I make all these. Okay. Let me summarize. I've got two categories. I've got all the Legos that I set up. I, the ones I didn't set up, I sold. Now, most of that money paid for bills and other things like that. But I took some of that and I reinvested in some other things that I want in my game room. But most of the stuff I bought requires some setup. One in particular that I'll mention is I've always wanted an, a, an Ori and the Blind Forest statue, and I found a really cool one on Etsy, and it's a 3D printed one, and there were two versions. It was the same artist that created it. One of them was painted, and the other one was you paint yourself. Well, she was sold out of the ones painted. So I bought the one that's not painted, and she sent me all the instructions and different kind of paints to use and how to prep it, and you have to assemble it. So it's kind of going to be quite the project. But I have a few other things like that. I, I did actually buy... I sold a bunch of Legos and bought one other Lego set um, to balance out my collection. So I actually have a Lego set I need to build. So that's the first category. There's a bunch of things that I bought recently that I need to assemble and get hung up and and do those and those kind of things. I won't go through all those. The next category is we we are in full swing of doing the landscaping in our yard, and there's no way I can set a goal for 
do my landscaping. That's ridiculous. I've got this giant new yard and there's all these things I have to do. Now we're paying for some of it. We had, we had it leveled by a company and we're paying for someone to help get the sprinkler started. Um, but Janine and I are going to put in um, a lot of the features ourselves and do a lot of the flower beds ourselves. And so I've kind of broken those out into three different goals to kind of, you know, make it more manageable and, and bite-sized chunks. So I won't go into the specifics on those, but they're specific landscaping goals I'm trying to do. And then there's one uh, side quest for a book I need to read for work. And so I want to read that book this month. And one more side quest to play a card game, which is your favorite kind of game. You love yeah. video games, but you love card games so much more than video games, don't you? I'm being facetious. Josh hates card games. But um, we have so much fun playing card games as a family. We just don't do it enough. We played um, Hearts last night after Sunday dinner and had a blast. And I said to Janine, why don't we do this once a week? And we all agreed that would be so much fun. So my goal is to make sure we play card games. It can be any kind of card game. It could be a board game too, but just play games as a family. They're not video games. We play video games as a family quite a bit, but um, some... The thing I like about card games is you, you get to socialize a little bit more. Um, um, and I it just, it, it's, it doesn't take as much mental energy too. So the, you can socialize playing video games for sure, but uh, card games kind of, you know, so it's just really laid back. And so you kind of be silly and talk a little more and eat. It's easier to eat when you're playing card games than you are playing video games. And that's always fun. So those are my side quest goals. Okay, nice. Okay, well, I think you have some good ones. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad, even though I don't like playing cards, like the whole idea of like getting the family together. And we've we've tried because, so if 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 it was Steph's way, we'd play cards as a family all the time. But I just really, really don't like playing card games. Um, so I've been trying to find certain board games that I can tolerate and trying to play those as a family. Um, so that's one of those things I need to be uh, better about. But all right, Brett, <laughs> well, 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 I will say too though that um, it's harder. It was harder for us to play card games when their kids were your kids' age. You have a couple kids that are younger, uh, a bit younger than ours, and so ours are all. We have all teenagers now, and card games lend themselves at least fun ones to me. Ones that I enjoy too lend themselves better to teenagers. So. Maybe maybe you'll find some joy in seeing your teen kids play it and get excited about it. And maybe for you, it's less about the game and more just about the time. Because I know your wife will probably still continue to to want to play card games. So maybe in the future, it'll be more about, oh, this is fun just being with the family. But anyway, that's my hope for you. You'll have a change of heart when it comes to you will repent. Maybe that should be one of your spiritual goals. You know, <laughs> years a couple of years ago, my wife made kind of we made this little goal that i would try and play card games with her for like a month and a month or a summer i don't remember what it was and i just i just can't like i i just to me it's like math homework and and i didn't grow up playing card games so like when she starts talking about like trump and hearts and space like, like you're talking a different language and i'm just not <laughs> i just you know, we've talked about how we've talked about how you've talked how to say this. You've talked about how you have ADHD and I've talked with you about how I think I do as well, but I've never really looked into it. And to me, cards is one of those things where when you sit down and someone starts 
reading off a list of all the rules, all the exceptions, all the mm. you know ways that you play. I just don't pay attention. And it's not necessarily that I'm trying to be rude, but as soon as someone starts reading off all these things, it's like my mind just goes elsewhere. And I'm like, okay, I'll just pick this up as we go. And then I just get so bored and I'm just, I hold the cards. And I'm like, all right, what do I do? You know? And I just, mm. it's, yeah. you've never explained why you don't like card games till now. And that actually makes a lot of sense. So now I need to repent for judging you and, and, and causing you to repent or, or, calling you out because <laughs> those are legitimate reasons <laughs> yeah I, I just don't have the, i just don't have the mental uh capacity i think um but anyways it's one of, one of the things that i need to work on and and uh <laughs> one of i think one of my future side quests maybe maybe next month oh coming attractions I'll, okay maybe, maybe next month we'll see I might address right. something that I've been thinking about in regards to, to some fun. of those things. So okay. we'll see. There's a teaser. Uh, okay, right. Brett, it is time for us to get into our main missions. Okay, so Brett, why don't you kick this off and tell me what your gaming goal is? Well, I picked up a copy of Cyberpunk at the new Games Con, uh, this or Games Fest. Uh, what is it called now these days? I can't remember now. It's not E3. Games Fest? Uh, Summer Game Fest? Is that what you're talking Summer about? Summer Game Fest, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a there was a preview for a I guess a DLC for Cyberpunk that kind of got you excited, right? I actually yeah. didn't see that, but I've always been excited about Cyberpunk and just didn't I bought it, I pre-ordered it when it came out and then when I heard how awful it was, I didn't even load it into my system. There were so many stories out there about how the game was just broken and it really was. But I've always wanted to play it. I've, I've wanted to play it so much that I have a collector's edition statue you can see if you're watching right now of i think this character's name is johnny silver hand but it's okay. the character that keanu reeves plays i just loved this statue and so i feel guilty having a statue on my shelf for a game i've never played and so i picked up a copy and originally i know it's a big game i was thinking well i don't want to play another game i've started this game let's just stick with it brett come on um but I was like, I can't beat it in a month. That seems ridiculous. And then I looked up how long to beat. And the main mission is only 25 hours for all the main stories. But I know, speaking of ADD, I'm going to get distracted and start playing side missions. So here's how I phrased this goal. I've never phrased a goal like this. So I'm excited about this new, this new way of approaching a gaming goal. My goal is to either beat the game or put 25 hours into it, which is how long to beat says will take the main stories. So whichever comes first. So if I do end up getting sidetracked by side missions, which I hope I don't, because I want to just get through the main story, I can still accomplish my goal. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I was really excited when I found out that you were playing Cyberpunk. And I know I've probably texted you like all the time, like, hey, did you play any more? Tell me, because it's one of those games that <laughs> I haven't played, but I'm really, really super curious by it especially now that it seems like they've got a lot of the issues out of the way. And it's one that there've been a handful of times where I've almost bought, but I just know that I don't have time for it right now. Um, 
so but yeah even hearing you play about it though i've been looking around and i've i've almost pulled the trigger a couple times but i really have no no business doing that so yeah i only played it once and i played the prologue at the first main mission and loved it it hit all the notes it hit every it story was great gameplay was great uh the world was great um uh, just it was I, I was blown away honestly by the first little bit of it so i'm excited okay well my gaming goal i kind of struggled with what i would put as my gaming goal because like i mentioned earlier just last night i beat red dead redemption 2 and a week or two ago when i first started thinking about my gaming goal it was it was originally going to be beat red dead because uh, i figured mm-hmm. at the rate i was going that it might take me a good chunk into this month. Well, I really started playing. I mean, I had been playing a lot of it, but I really started playing a lot of it and ended up beating it last night. So I was like, okay, I need to reassess my gaming goal. (laughs) Well, yeah, you can't accomplish goal after two days. That doesn't count. Yeah. So, and you know how I tend to be when I'm nearing the end of a game, I start texting you with like, 20 different games that I'm thinking about playing, right? (laughs) It's always this big debate in my own mind of what's going to be next. Uh, I know Sean Capri puts his games in a bracket and sometimes he'll go on Twitch and he'll have people (laughs) vote and like kind of like an NCA bracket style. And I don't quite do that, but it is this battle of like, it could be this one. It could be that one. could be this one. And, um, Someone we've mentioned earlier in the episode, Nagachaka, is a huge Resident Evil fan. And Resident Evil 4 is one of my all-time favorite games, and it's been killing me that I haven't played it. However, now that it's been out a few months, I didn't want to pay full price for it because games tend to drop in value. So just today, I found it on the cheap on a classified ad, picked it up, and it has been downloaded in my Xbox. Ooh. And so my goal is to start and beat Resident Evil 4. Uh, I intentionally found it on oh, Xbox yeah. because I want... Now, I can play handheld. I can play remote play in Xbox or PS5. However, I just like the way the Xbox app is set up. And the fact this is hmm. geeky and, and stupid... But when I play the Xbox on remote play, it doesn't fully power up the Xbox. Uh, It Hmm. almost kind of plays it like in sleep mode. Uh, Whereas the PlayStation fully powers up. And the the reason why this is a stupid difference to me is because if I'm remote playing at home, this is super lazy. But if I'm playing the PlayStation 5, I need to go and I need to open up the cabinet because the fans will kick on and it'll overheat. Whereas the Xbox uh, doesn't have that same issue because it's in like this low power mode, but it plays wonderfully. And the Xbox app, I just like the user AI experience when you're uploading it. So yeah, so I picked it up on Xbox and I'm really excited Dude. to jump into it. Dude, I, I don't think that is geeky at all. That is an interesting tidbit that I bet a lot of people don't know. And so that's very insightful, actually. I think a lot of people would want to know how the remote play works. Yeah, a lot of people probably aren't playing it remote play at home. Like, I will play it on the TV some, but I just really, really love playing in handheld. It's something that the Switch has just really kind of changed uh, my brain and how I like to play. 
And uh, so, yeah, I'll probably play it mostly uh, over remote play. But uh, yeah, really, really excited for this one. Like I said, it's all loaded up and ready to go. I haven't started it yet because I literally loaded it up like two hours before the show. Yeah, so. I, normally I find out when you buy a new game. So this was a surprise to me live on camera right yeah, now. So yeah, congratulations. I, I thought about texting you, but I was like, no, I'll just tell them on the show. So, so yeah, that was, Re- that was Resident fun. Evil 4. Here we go. Okay. Enjoy. enjoy. And, and I did buy that, by the way, Resident Evil 4. And I can't remember if I mentioned this. I'm holding off to play it until uh, it's the VR mode comes out. Okay. I'm yeah, so excited I, to play I think you've VR. told me that. Oh. I don't know if you've said it on here, but well, and it's <sighs> so it's, excited interesting when the when you kind of debate what to play next i was really heavily thinking about playing the first resident evil because or not resident evil the first red dead because red dead 2 is a prequel and it leans right into red dead 1 but now there's these real heavy rumors that they're remastering the first one so yes if they're remastering it i'm gonna hold off for that um hold off yeah so i held off playing metroid prime again because the rumors were swirling for three years. And I've been wanting to replay that game forever. And I knew the remaster was coming. And finally it has. And of course, you bought it as well. And yeah. that was going to be one of our goals. We we need to get to that game too. Because that's yes. that's a great remastered game. Yes. Okay. So uh, exercise goal. This is how fast I'm going to be. I want to exercise 20 times again. I did it one month. Why not do it again? Summer's a great time. It's probably the only time I have enough time to get this in. So we did it last month. Just going to do it again. Yeah, I was going to say, for you, Summer, yeah, this is a perfect goal for you. Okay, so me, and we are kind of flying through these, but um, we're going a little bit long. So I want to, this month, I want to keep doing walks. I've been doing a lot of walks with the dog. I want to keep doing that. However, I want to slowly ease my way back into jogging because I want to get my heart rate up and focus a little bit on my cardiovascular health. Uh, so I just, I didn't put any sort of how far I need to jog or how long, but basically I want to jog once a week and then twice a week, get in a 25 minute walk. So the jogging, cause my cardiovascular health isn't great. It might be like go, if I go over to the elementary school, they have a little track. It might be jogging the curves, walking the straights. And then after a little while, it might mm-hmm. be jogging the straights, walking the curves, but I'm definitely not at a place <laughs> now where I can just go out the door and, and run a couple miles. You know, I, I want to get to that point eventually again, cause I really did enjoy, uh, when I was doing that. Uh, but for right now, I just want to dip my feet in and start, uh, start a little bit of light jogging. I love this goal for you too, for a couple of reasons. One it's something you love and you want to get back into it. And two, you're taking a really reasonable approach and just these really bite-sized chunks. You set really good goals and that's why you're usually ahead of me is um, your goals are very manageable. So a word to the wise out there when you're setting your goals, do what Josh does. Don't do what I do. Set a reasonable, manageable goal with little, little milestones along the way. Yeah. Okay. So eating goals, why don't you tell us what your eating goal is? eating goal. Well, speaking of the wise, I learned this little trick from you. Um, when I go over calories, I beat myself up and I stop tracking my calories for the day and I just end up being thousands of calories over. And you said, why don't you, when you, when you have a slip, a moment of weakness, why don't you try to just keep it to 500 or even a thousand calories over? You know, why just give up? 
And so I've been doing that, experimenting with that to see how that works. And so like one day I might go over 500 and then the next day I'll try to be under 500 and to balance it out. And my app that I track my food with will give me a weekly report. And it doesn't care how many calories I get per day. It cares how many I get per week. So um, I'm, I'm writing a goal like you, a smart goal that actually is manageable. I would like to try and do that to stay under my weekly calorie goals and focus less on the day and worry more about the week so that if I have these little slip ups, I don't, I'm not beating myself up and then making bigger errors. And, and the other thing that you do really well is you don't make yourself totally accountable to do that all the time. So I just want to do it three out of the four weeks in July. Nice. I like that. Okay. My eating goal is to uh, be under calories all but twice after July 9th. Um, so like I said, <laughs> what's so special about July 9th, Josh? Well, like I said, I have the fourth and then July 9th is my birthday. So I, I really want to, do, to yeah, I really want to do well through this stretch, but really I want to get in this streak after, and that's where I really yeah. want to, uh, kill it. So that's my main eating goal is to after July 9th, the rest of the month only have two days, a whole month where I would go over calories. Um, the other goal, and this isn't necessarily eating, but it is related to eating is my weight. I mentioned that I just hit my pre Europe weight of 243 is I want to get in the two thirties. Um, now if that's 239.9, great, but I just want to leave the two forties behind. You know, I, I felt, I feel the same way, uh, Every step of the way, right? I started off at uh, 272, I think, and getting into the 260s, I was like, all right, we're at least started. And then it was like 250s, great. I'm getting farther away from 270s. And now it's like I want to get out of the 240s. I feel like I've uh, been hanging around here a little too long. Part of that was gaining weight on vacation. But yeah, I want to get into the 230s. And that also plays into my yearly goal of where I want my weight to be. Um, but yeah, I'm not necessarily saying it has to be a certain weight, just 239, somewhere around there. Um, and then we'll go from there. That will be awesome. Well, speaking of our yearly goals before we go, and that's a great goal there too. I mean, that'd be so satisfying to get in your two thirties, but the yearly goal, we're going to do a check-in podcast. So you're getting a bonus podcast in July. So we're going to be recording again in two weeks, and we're going to be talking about how we're doing towards our big three. We just set three yearly goals, and we'll probably take some of that time. So we won't go on format. You know, We're not going to do any of the points or skill trees or mini games or anything like that, but we probably, I think it'd be fun to take some of that time to kind of dig a little deeper into the games we beat and the games we're looking forward to and why. And so it might be a little more game-heavy episode. And uh, be looking forward to that. We're going to record that around the 15th. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this uh, just because it's it's a good point. You know, we, t- we talk a lot now about how we did the previous month, but now we get to step back and say, hey, from the time that we started, where are we at? And, you know, we've kind of alluded that uh, to that a little bit already that, you know, we've definitely made progress. Like there's definitely always work to be done. Um, but I think it'll be good to 
step back and, you know, and have the gaming deep dive where we just kind of have the fun, silly yeah. stuff, but then also to say like, Hey, like has, has this podcast done anything for us? Cause you know, the whole point of the way this format is set up, isn't necessarily set up to make the most entertaining podcast on the earth or to have a million listeners, but it's really set up in a selfish way for us <laughs> Yes, to it is. <laughs> make strides and then also to hopefully encourage other people to do the same thing. So this will be a, a good, good check-in. But Brett, in life, there are glass joes and king hippos. You don't have to be either. Set your goals, get going, and come along with us as we strive to be both fit dads and game dads. Until next time. We will see you later.